Okay, everyone, that was good. I think we could do 10% better. That was beautiful. Very, very good. Ah! <laughs> My friends from college are here. Sure. Oh, boss! Perfect timing. Welcome to the set of Shandar Dastane Icarus. I'm playing you. You like the costume? We need to talk. Tell the director I have some notes for him. We need to him. talk to you in private. Oh, Karan, he's worked with me for 50 years. I trust him completely. Actually, when we first met, he thought I was a vampire, and he tried to stake me through the heart. I've apologized so many times. Not quite enough times. Very close, though. I'll let you know. Oh, I have to get ready for the next scene. Come to my tent. We'll talk there. You guys are going to love the next scene. I come in on a wire because, you know, I can't fly. Wait, are we getting back together? We need to talk. The deviants are back. We don't know how many there are. You need to come with us. Ginger Flicks. I'm Joey. And I'm Josh. And it's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, what podcast is this? We took a little break. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a it's, it's, unexpected hiatus. Yeah, say. yeah. October was a little busy for both of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're it trying was. to come back through some, uh, give you some more content for the month of November going forward. Yeah, we're going to keep it as sexy as possible. We're trying. We're going to try. We're both clean-shaven-ish. Ish. Ish. I've got some stubble going on. I know. Me too. My stubble's... It's back. It's back. (laughs) It's back. (laughs) But yeah, so we're just uh, trying to figure things out. Trying to figure it out. You know, getting things a-rolling, as they say. But... So what? How how have you been, Josh? What have you been up to the last little while? We haven't really had a chance to chat. You know what, man? Just busy trying to yeah, teach. I hear you. I was away in this fabulous little town known as Hamilton, Ontario, for <laughs> for judging. You know, and uh, yeah, that's that. That's all I got to say about that. The event all was the, great. All the, all the steel. Uh workers and stuff in Hamilton, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 yeah the I sexiest people. What about you, man? Uh, you know, just been doing my thing, going in and out. At home and back to work pretty much. Haven't been doing anything too wild or anything like that. You I know. know. The usual. It's, as been a lo- it's been a lonely time. It's been a little a low lonely, key. Lonely, lonely key. time. So now that we've gotten this little catch up out of the way, Josh, we have done many Marvel movies on this show, I'd say. We've, you know, tackled quite a few. We've done five. That's a few. I think, yeah. That's a good handful, right? Uh, We're tackling another one. The newest one. Mm. Josh, what movie did we watch? Oh, we watched Eternals, folks. (laughs) We watched Eternals. And, you know, probably by the time this airs, a lot of you will have seen it. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the audience, hopefully, will have seen it. Maybe your opinions will align with ours. Maybe they won't, because I don't know. That's that's that's. We will see. We will see where we go there's, with this, folks. There's quite a contingent of people 
because we saw this, I guess, the night it came out. Right? We saw it, sa- we saw it Saturday night. So the second so it, night. It's second it had, night in theaters. Yeah. And, you know, by this point, by the time you guys are listening to this, you know, it will have been out for a while. Yeah, almost a week. Almost a week. And even in this short time that we're even recording it in, right, uh, mm-hmm. there have been reviews that have come in, and it's it's getting mixed, I think. Um, well, this like is one of those... Like mo- a, it's not like an out-of-the-park home run, per se. Well, this is one of those movies, you know, that it's it's got the audience and the critics divided. Right. You know, it, just to say the least, because right now the, you know, so as we speak right now, the critics score for this movie is 48%. It was 47% right. earlier today when I checked. Oh, so it's but gone up a percentage. It's gone up, but who knows? I figure it'll, I mean, I figure it'll finish around 47, 48. Maybe uh, low, maybe lower, well, maybe 49. Maybe 50s, but I don't think it's, I don't. I don't think the critics one will finish in the fifties. I think at this point it's going to finish in the forties. That's a fair assumption. That is a very fair assumption. Um, But the audience score is 81. It's 81. That's, that's odd to me. Um, I don't usually align with the critics. Usually. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I, don't. I tend to, I tend, it depends on the movie, but more often than not, I find myself aligning at least my view of a film with, you know, the an audience. audience. This is one of the few movies where I'm kind of leaning with the critics. I yeah. found this to be boring. Yeah, well, and you know what? I'm kind of surprised that the, that the critics actually gave it this low. This I feel like I was watching it and I was like, this would actually be a movie that critics love. Like, because it is, it is shot very well. You know, there is cinematography is great. Like even the CGI is amazing. Like the graphics. Yeah. I think for the the, most part, the sequences are interesting, but again, it's another Marvel movie where it's nothing but CGI fighting. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. Right. I mean, they could have given us a, a bit more, something a little bit different, you know, a much more grounded type of movie with, you know, uh, what was it, Shang-Chi? And mm-hmm. they didn't do that. They gave us another CGI fight sequence with a random dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they basically gave us a different ending of Game of Thrones, an alternate ending with a dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this, yeah, there was just a lot of, you know, a lot more CGI fighting. Yeah, some of it I didn't mind. It was but literally, good, literally, but, but literally but like, every single fight. Yeah. That was the thing. All the villains, save for okay, there will be spoilers in this talk, obviously. Fair, yes, of course. But the main villains are the deviants for this movie. They are all CGI. There is no non-CGI villain in this period, right? So there's it's, yeah. And then even the Eternals themselves all fight with powers. I mean, Icarus yeah. may punch, but generally he's fighting with his eye right. beams. 
Uh, Gilgamesh, he just punches, but he has to like charge up his fists. So like every single person, Thena, Angelina Jolie's character, is supposed to be kind of the Wonder Woman-ish I, archetype. I, I want to say something now that you bring up Angelina Jolie, like just to move on from like, you know, this whole, that. The, the, let, let's face it, everybody's got superpowers. It's, it's going to be a CGI fight. I feel like Angelina Jolie, Selma Hayek, and even Kit Harrington to an extent, because I, I know you're not you're not too sure on Kit Harrington. I am a Game of Thrones fan. I have watched mm-hmm. his work. I like him. Mm-hmm. But I feel like these three actors specifically were wasted in this movie. Yeah. They're just they're just wasted. I mean well- I think Angelina Jolie, you know, the more I was thinking about it today, her character is actually given something to do. You know, she does have that, uh, what do they call it? Like mind weary or something like that, mental weary or whatever. But, and and he, and she's, it's actually kind of interesting because she's kind of put in the role where even though she's got like, she's a fierce fighter, she still has to be protected in a way by Gilgamesh so she's kind of almost in a very subdued role they but made her vulnerable it made her vulnerable but but at the same time mm-hmm. she had an opportunity to be fierce so I get why they got her because she does have a range but I felt like the range was very contained she didn't actually show that much emotion like I see what they wanted with that character and her herself probably wanted to do more because she is a but, fantastic actress. But, but you she, and I said it too, like when we watched this, like after watching it, we both like, we felt like she seemed bored. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think it does go to what you said that, you know, she may have wanted to give more and they may have held her back. Yeah. They're like, oh no, because you are fierce. So you kind of have to be more right. regal in a way. And she was, but it's, yeah, it's just, you're right. She was just very, I mean, but more than her, Selma Hayek was so wasted. Like, I, I was, I didn't care about her character at all at this point. I was like, I, I don't care about you. Well, okay. You know, let's, let's, let's go with like the, the very beginning of this movie. It, it like, and you and I sort of started to notice there's a lot of borrowing from other properties, so to speak. Uh, right off the bat, they kind of rip off Star Wars with the, with the scroll at the beginning of explaining everything, which I guess you kind of need it, but I mean... You didn't, though. You, you like, didn't. Yeah. You didn't. I mean, I don't, I don't know how to say it. They've done voiceovers. You, could, you know what? Yeah, you're right, because they, they ha- we had the scrolling right from the top, and then the ship was a giant V, like the Star Destroyers or whatever in Star Wars. But I mean, why not have it where Sprite yes. tells a story? Yes, yes, exactly. Right? I mean, her character is supposed to be a storyteller, and she she does not tell a story at exactly. all. That's exactly right? what I was thinking. Why didn't they do that? That's how you... You know, and it could have been her voice over top, like, and it's them landing on Earth, fighting the deviants at the beginning, etc. And it, and even still, like, you could have brushed upon because one big thing for us was the time jumps. There are there so many, many. There were so many, many flip flopping. Like they went from present day to 
Mesopotamia, ancient Mesopotamia, Babylon, ancient Babylon to, you know, I think the, uh, I don't know. It was some battle like when in the, 1575 the, the, with the, guns the, or whatever. The the Spanish taking over in uh, yeah. the Amazon or something along those yeah. lines, right? So yeah, like it if was, they gone through these like massive like I guess civilizations throughout human history or whatever, and mm-hmm. you know, sort of saying the Eternals were influential to the biggest advancements in human history and all that stuff. Yeah, and yada yada yada, and so. You get all that. And I guess that's sort of why and why uh, they have a diverse cast. And I have no problems with that. I mean, I felt like the best person in, in this thing, at least the one who had the most to do, or at least the most interesting uh, work was Kamal Nanjiani. He was, he was fun. Yeah. He, he was, was silly. He was. He, it yeah. felt like he was enjoying his time on screen. Exactly right, and like, that's fine. I, to be honest, my top two were him and Icarus. Him and Richard Madden. Madden were yeah. my favorite characters oh, in yeah, the movie. Totally, like by um, far. My my thing too is like with Selma Hayek, because there's all these time jumps, and she does have a lot of scenes. But the problem is, the first time you see her in present day. She's, she's dead. dead. Yeah. She's dead. Yeah. Like and she is a character that solely lives in the past. Yeah. She has at this point, there's it's her being dead is sort of the reason why everyone comes back together. Yeah. But the thing is, like, we've seen that before. Like, we've seen that. Okay, this watchman died. Watchman, exactly. It's literally in the watchman. It's the whole yeah. plot of the watchman in some respect. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The, the, the comedian, driving. For- yeah, the yeah. comedian dies, and then everybody comes back together. And the diff, you know what, Watchmen actually, and I was thinking about this as well. To be honest, I was comparing this to Watchmen in a way. The difference with Watchmen is that there's only one superpowered being, and everyone else is just a crime fighter. Right. But, but with Watchmen, um, so if we compare, I mean, the comedian was never the leader by any means. No, but he had such an influence on the story. So, yeah, we see him die at the very beginning. So, yeah, we know for the rest of the movie he's dead. But they keep coming back and he keeps doing things that influence the other characters. Where I felt like Selma Hayek as Ajak, she was a leader. And then we were told that she told Icarus certain things. But basically she told Icarus that why the Eternals are on Earth in general. Yeah. Like the entire mission. And... Kept and, it, and kept it a secret from the rest of them. I felt she had the most impact on Icarus because it, she told him that she told him to go fall in love with Cersei or to go be with Cersei, live his life. She, but we didn't see her interact with the other characters as much, you know. And so, yeah, when when she shows up dead, I'm thinking we're gonna see more of this character or, or get her more fleshed out. Rather, we know that she can communicate with uh arishem the like creator of everything or whatever yeah one of the celestials one of the celestials who basically created earth mm-hmm. um oh snap anyway um what no i there was this weird like feedback anyway oh, that's odd we get this we understand that but yeah we we're not given enough of her to care and then it translates that way through almost all of them 
you know, I, I felt the same way about the other characters, the other Eternals, I, except for it, it, when you're given Kumal Nanjani and his, um, so Kingo and his lackey, his like camera. For lack of a better term. Yeah. It's his. But again, you, he's yeah. given, he's given a, a character to ground him to earth. So you're like, cool. Cersei has. Kit Harrington, Jon Snow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Who's the Black Knight. But again, we only see him. We see him way less than we see. I'm blanking on the guy's name, but you know, it's okay. The yeah. lackey. Yeah. Uh, we see him way less. So I don't care about him. And then the thing I is, I forgot with, he was in the movie. Same. Like we both like, said that. We're like, like, oh, yeah, he's in this. Like when Kit he shows Harrington's, up at the end, Kit Harrington's in it for like, you know, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, like five minutes at the beginning, another five near the end and like uh, barely anything and yeah. then and then he gets the cold uh, sorry the um the post one one of the post credit scenes in this yeah. movie i thought he was going to kind of be the aquafina of the movie in that he's the human character that is going along for the ride like he's the audience he's the audience but so that's no. what aquafina's role was yeah until she becomes the greatest archer <laughs> ever yeah yeah oh well we know how we both feel about that she figured it out in about 45 minutes but she's the greatest archer ever take that hawkeye yeah. no take god no that. no no we'll talk about that later but <laughs> but yeah so i thought he was gonna but no he's gone real quick and then you're given we have 10 eternals in the movie we have 10 of them it's yeah. not, it's not easy to balance so many characters and they weren't balanced, but you have Fastos and his family, which are touched on a little bit. Right. And so, yeah, you kind of you care about him, but you're told that he's given up on humanity and now, now he's back to humanity. He, now he does care about them because he has his family. Cool. But we don't even really see him in the present day until over halfway through the movie you know and i don't know man it's just there were so many of them that none of them were developed enough for me so yeah they just sort of you know the deaf one makari who her speed powers fantastic yeah so like they like i feel like the <laughs> It's almost as if they hired a deaf actress so they didn't have to do as much in terms of story development because what were they going to say with her? What were they going to do, right? So they do the one scene with her and Druig where he sort of, where she catches him messing with humans' minds because he has mind control abilities. Yeah. And he catches her stealing stuff. And so they said, if you don't tell, I won't tell type of thing. And that's like the last scene you see her. And then the next scene you see her in, she's already hanging out in the ship that's been underground for like, say, 700 years or whatever. I think she says a thousand. Like, I could be wrong, but I, th I think she said a thousand years. Right. So whatever it is. Right. So then all of a sudden, she's just sort of hanging out in there like, you know reading books and stuff and has like this huge treasure chest of just random artifacts she's collected over the centuries 
but she's just hanging out there. And that's like the most character development you get for this character. Now, I don't know if it needs more or not, but that's all you get. You know what I mean? And then yeah. Druig, Druig, who is an interesting character, yeah, doesn't get much. I, I will say I wanted more. I wanted to yeah. know more about what was going on with him. Like, you know, even even Fastos, when he says, like, like there's there's a line he says of oh, I've been wanting to do that because at the end, you know, Richard Madden and like Icarus sort of turns on the team type of thing, which mm. I didn't really see it coming, but you know, no, me either. It, it, and it's a dumb reason. Yeah. It's a dumb yeah. reason. And we'll talk about that in a sec. Um, but just to go, but back he says, for, I've been wanting to do this forever. Yeah. And it's like, wait, I don't see this relationship where, you know, he is antagonistic towards you. I never got yeah. any of that. Yeah. Like what? Cause he broke Why? your Ikea table. Like that's the only reason. Just go to Ikea, get a new one, man. Like uh, you, you are a forger of technology. You can create a table with your you hands. You can't make a table. You can't make a wooden Ikea table or whatever. But going back for a sec to Makari and Druig, I actually wanted to see their more of their relationship. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Because Druig was actually an intriguing character. Mm-hmm. The fa- and I love that they kind of teetered on him being the villain or one of the antagonists in some way, a foil, anything, like something. He, they teased on that, but not even at all, actually. He's, he's not. Like, he does bad things by controlling people, but he doesn't do it for them to hurt themselves he controls them so they don't hurt themselves kind of yeah basically. yeah yeah and and but same thing he doesn't go against the team when the team finally says like need to stop that he he does and then he's with them like to the end and makari same thing like i i i wanted to know more but the again the one thing that bugged me is like, look, we get it. This movie was made so that there's a diverse range of people so people can see themselves in it. And they say they don't talk on why she's deaf. Like, it's just, she just is. But is why? Funny. Whatever. But why, how is a god deaf? I don't get that. That, like, that doesn't make sense. How is a god a child? That doesn't make sense. Like, it just, it was one of those things okay, I, I understand for the movie purpose, for like the filming, oh, cool. And like I said, she was great. I liked the sign language. I liked the way they communicated with her. And I loved her powers and her personality. I thought she was a good character, but it just didn't, I just didn't understand why. Like, I thought what was going to happen? It was for the big wooden ship. Oh, 100%. But I thought what was going to happen, <laughs> thank you, Ron Burgundy, but I thought what was going to happen was she was going to lose her hearing by running too fast. It was going to be like some sonic boom that bursts her eardrums or something. Like I thought that's why, but it was just, no, she's just, she's just deaf. Okay. Could you imagine like, you would think though, or she, or it was a fight and she got punched in the ears. Like, yeah, either way, something, like, I'm just saying, like... Something to explain it. Because... Although, not that it needs explaining, but, it, I mean... It, it, it wouldn't need explaining if she was a regular person. If she's right. just a human, fine. Like, 
It and she's supposed be. to be this celestial, like all powerful be- being. They are all imbued with cosmic energy. How is it that you know she doesn't have hearing? Has... <sighs> yeah. Like yeah, she, so like her her ability to communicate is not as easy, let's say, as the others. Yeah, and clearly, if she's deaf, no, she. I like, and, but you know what? I did like though. She said she could sense the vibrations, like if someone's talking, she could feel the vibrations around her. Right. I like that. I was like, cool. That's great. That's awesome. I think but, that's just how they address it, right? So that way she can understand people and they don't have to know sign language. No, no, no. Because she wasn't someone going to attack her or something. And she like ran over to them and stopped them because she knew they were talking about it. And it was cool. Like, again, a cool scene. But yeah, it just, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. So, you know, cool scene. I mean, um, it's it's cool. But yeah, I I get what you're saying. It could have been... Uh, yeah why does i i mean they're essentially gods so why is a god like yeah and 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 like i said it's only because they're made i mean we're 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 teetering on like some tricky and slippery slopes here no i'm just saying (laughs) like i'm just saying i'm just saying because of the reveal of how they're made again if these were humans that were turned into beings and she was a human then that's one thing. It's just, again, but that being said, because we've talked about it long enough. Right. Um, one thing I want to talk about, because you and I will love talking about this, is you, because you already mentioned that, yes, Icarus is the bad guy, one of the bad guys. The main villains are the Deviants, but we don't even care about them. They have, and we'll talk about them. But Icarus. There isn't is, much to talk about with them. There isn't there much really to talk about. There really isn't. They're just these, you know, uh, predators, so to speak, that were sent to feed on dinosaurs that's the whole mm-hmm. point point purpose of them and then they evolved to have you know to become the apex predator of the planet as opposed to you know mm-hmm. just killing off the dinosaurs and allow for civilization yeah. so but that's when thing... the eternals come in and that's like literally the whole plot of the movie yeah kind of. pretty much but the yeah i mean hold on We'll get there. The Icarus stuff. Icarus Superman is yes, he is (laughs) so much like Superman. Even in the comics, even in the comics, I I I have not read a single Eternals comic. In this movie, Icarus is so much like Superman. They They say the words, "He is Superman." Yeah, the kid is literally yelling, yelling it at him. I say. (laughs) <laughs> that's just thinking papa because remember without superman there is no superheroes and i'm gonna say it right there that's all i'm saying yeah, superman oh, is well, the end all and be all the alpha and omega oh he and, is and, and until people learn this and stop doing this you and i have been sort of going nuts about this because it seems to be in every iteration right now mm-hmm that the evil Superman Superman cannot be a hero anymore. He has to be a villain in some form. The only he has to be the villain. He has that's the only way 
he's cool is you got to make him evil you got to make exactly him dark or the villain or but whatever yeah, captain and, america can be cool as hell mm-hmm. right and he's basically the same thing except he yeah. doesn't fly and doesn't shoot he, he's superman he's superman's eyes. he's superman's belief with batman's abilities but yet they Hyper, everyone, heightened though he's stronger yeah. than batman well he's yeah but i mean yeah if you put batman in like if he's the stuff that batman even does in the comics is the, the only avenger super. in my opinion the only avenger that batman can handle would be tony stark because that's a fair fight hawkeye i guess he hawkeye, could be Hawk, hawkeye doesn't even have to get out of bed for god's sake Oh God! Hawkeye just, just has to look out. Bed. His... <laughs> exactly. Hawkeye a... doesn't even have to get out of bed to be bad. He's taking a whiz and just throwing arrows, like <laughs> exactly. But okay, so it's but Tony like, Stark. It's at least so, it's a fair fight that way. But yeah, so going back to Icarus, <laughs> uh, you know, again, there are so many people that are not Superman fans, and they and they're like, yeah, it's so cool to see Superman being beaten. And now we're talking about Icarus. Because, yes, in the movie, the kid literally shouts, I saw you on TV, you're Superman, you shoot laser beams, and you have a cape, and you fought that monster. And he's like, I don't don't have a cape, right? And he's like, I don't wear a cape. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay, (laughs) cool. He's, oh my God, the DC references in this movie were kind of annoying. I thought it was Uh, a DC movie for a second. But, but, so they go out of their way to say that Icarus is the strongest. They do. They go out of the way to say that. Yes, they do. He doesn't show it when he fights the Eternals. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Because no, this is doesn't. this is another no. place where again, I don't understand um I don't understand where the to to steal from pitch meeting it's so the movie can happen yes but i i just don't understand where there there was no sense of urgency because i didn't know what could actually kill the eternals except for the deviants right there was nothing else that could kill them yeah that's you know there was and with they're scared of icarus and even when icarus the, the closest was druig he flies him in the air, throws him to the ground, blasts him. The, I feel like that is stronger than the deviants stabbing them. But it, and they even, you know, Makari screams like he's Druig is dead, but no, he's fine. Yeah. So I, I don't Barely know. A like, scratch on him. So <laughs> did they all have the same level of invulnerability? Like and at that point, then who cares? Because even if, even if he's a little yeah, stronger, it's as though the stakes for the, the the only characters that were able to, the only fight sequences where the stakes were even applicable were with were with the, the head deviant. So now here's the thing, right? This movie is the deviants have come back, and the whole idea is they have to stop the deviants and then all of a sudden they change it to oh they have to stop the emergence 
which mm-hmm. is the birth of the celestial that is mm-hmm. living in Earth's core or whatever. Yeah. Right? It's as though, and then from that point, the deviance just takes a back seat and it just becomes a back burner issue. The deviants take a backseat. Well, at that point in the, in the movie, you have the celestial emerging, you have Thena fighting a deviant, mm-hmm. and you have Superman being weighed down by ropes. <laughs> and I was like, what? Because, you know, again, just, just one more thing. We talk about what you and I said. So much of the, you know, evil Superman has been done. You've got Thousand Invincible. You've got Invincible. You got the boys with Justice League's done it. Justice League already did it. You have Injustice right now, which came out on DVD or whatever. Yeah, it's tired. Let it go. Give us a good Superman again. And then to be weighed down by ropes. Come on, come on, buddy. Ridiculous. <laughs> and then you have Thena fighting the but, Deviant, and this Deviant okay, randomly. Josh. But he's not Superman. No, no he's, he's not. not. He's not. He, He's not well. I mean, that's true because regular Superman would not be weighed down by little magnetic so little, ropes. That would that would do nothing. <clears throat> All right, continue. And, <clears throat> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Another thing, I remember in the fight because the fight was good for the most part with against Icarus. Although I thought he was gonna be a little more dominating, but he grabbed Makari by the neck, and even I yelled, "I was like, just snap it!" <laughs> like I thought he was gonna do that. Because look, if you're gonna make him that evil and say I'm gonna kill you, I'm gonna I'll kill every one of you, have him kill one of them. Because even he didn't kill Ajax. He yep. let the deviants do it. Yep. He just took her body. So I thought, okay, if you're gonna go dark with this guy, go dark. It's like they didn't want to. They didn't want to do. They wanted to sort of keep him in the middle for whatever reason, right? I would have kept him in the middle to use him again in the future. But again, he goes and flies off to the sun. Yeah. And supposedly, supposedly killing himself. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to do, if you're going to, I agree with you. If you're going to do that, just make him dark and, you know, make him take a full turn and have him, you know, kill Makari or, or Or actually have him kill Druig. Yeah. Like actually kill them. Like just let it happen. You know, then so then, but then we have Thena fighting this deviant who has shown to be really powerful. He's the one that's able to absorb their powers. So he absorbed yeah. Gilgamesh's powers, he absorbed Ajax's powers. And Ajax, according to the comics, and he's the only to be, deviant that's been able to evolve. Yeah. And according to the comics, from what I've read, like Ajax, I think, is even more powerful than Icarus, at least in some way whether it's like mental powers or something like that mm-hmm. um or the, she had that in this movie she had the regeneration right right so she was able to heal herself from these wounds as we saw her get stabbed and stuff but then so you have this deviant who's already a deviant and strong then you add these two abilities and she's he's kind of got a th- He's kind of got Thena on the ropes, and then Thena just dices him up, and Super that's easy. It. Super easy. I was like, uh, okay, so again, it's yeah, another. She it, it, it just it, it just sort of happened. Yeah, because he's 
talking to her like Gilgamesh saying, you know, remember and all that stuff. Yeah. And dead. I was like, oh, okay. Like, no weight to it. Just sure. No problem. And then we get to this celestial emerging Tiamat or Tiamat, Tiamat uh, emerging, sure. you know, going to destroy the planet. And with the power of like, so this is where it got just even more ridiculous. When yeah, the celestial it's... starts to emerge, all of a sudden the Eternals become more powerful because they sort of connect to each other. But then that allows her to turn the celestial. Which was their whole plan to begin with to stop the celestial. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Because they and... thought they thought <clears throat> Druig was gonna be able to control the celestial's mind if they connected. Yeah. Which, okay, maybe sure. it would have worked. Yeah, the Unimind or the Brainstorm, whatever they wanted to yeah, call yeah. it. Yeah, they wanted to call it or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I love, though, how Kumal's character, though, before this, any of this fight sequence happens at the end, is like, yeah, I'm out. Mm. He just leaves. He just he leaves. Does nothing. He and does he's literally a- nothing at the end of this movie. Because... What's funny is at first he he's like, okay, I'll follow you, Icarus. He calls him yeah. boss. And I thought they were gonna have a meaningful conversation. Nope. Instead, he literally just says, What did you say? He's like, I'm not who you think I am. And then he leaves. Yeah. And that's it. And you're like, okay, Icarus. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then but then that's when they go and you find out that he, you know, killed some hike and all that. Yeah, it's all that but, stuff. But yeah. And so instead of doing that meaningful talk in the present, it's nope. just a talk he has. With Selma Hayek. And then, yeah, you think, okay, maybe Kingo, Kingo is going to come back like Han Solo. Because, again, Icarus should have had them on the ropes or something. But, no, yeah. they somehow managed to subdue Superman pretty easily. And for a long time. For a long time. So, you think, no, but Kingo doesn't come back. He's like, see ya. And he literally doesn't show up until oh. the end of the movie. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, okay. And then he's, again, forced to be judged. And I think it's only because he didn't stop them from doing what, you know, Cersei did to the Celestial, which was turning him into a mountain or whatever she did. She turned him into an iceberg. Sure. (laughs) Yep. An iceberg that is iceberg. Huge. That is humongous. It is you can see it like easily from space. <laughs> and wouldn't, even though they did stop it, wouldn't at least even getting that far out, like you, the fingers practically reach the atmosphere. Practically. Yeah. You know, or at least the clouds. I don't know. Wouldn't that have serious issues on the planet? Oh, dude, there's so much like. What is science? Like, science. I, I just love how movies like these superhero movies, it doesn't matter whether it's DC or Marvel, have no regard for science in that thing, no, but, right? But, but again, I mean, we've I never seen these, it like these, that. these are movies, right? So it's meant to be escapism, but oh my goodness. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah. It, that was crazy. Like that. I feel like that should have been like a worldwide earthquake. Yeah. Not just the one earthquake they had at the beginning. Like that should have been oh, another m- millions thing, of deaths. Like, another to be thing honest. that just popped in my head with this, this, this wonderful movie was another thing they stole from. Remember mm. the tomorrow war and how the aliens ended up on earth. Yeah, how they've been stuck frozen in the ice for like centuries. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how the deviants were. Yeah, and they were just that's how they were leftover deviants. They were just sort of <laughs> hanging out in the ice. And I like how when Icarus shows her, they don't even see that he's up there. They're just kind of skating on the ice down below. Like they're literally, they're not even leaving the area. They're just kind of like they're just, just fighting each other, doing little ice. figure eights. You know, triple axles on the ice. Hey, the Olympics are coming. They're just practicing you know, their routines. Like, not even one looked <laughs> up. No, not even one was like, no. oh, they're right there. T- time to kill them. You know, nothing. You know, and speaking of, I which, mean, I it actually... would have made more sense if they were like eating a bear or something. Something. Oh my God. Something. Yeah. Just like, you see a polar bear. You see a polar bear on the ice. A on the... bear. Yeah. Ugh. Something, a bear, a moose, something big that is like, yeah, you know, something big that is in that habitat, that area. No, nothing. Um, excuse me, but what I did want to talk about is just quickly, I want to see how many things we can figure out that they stole from. <laughs> well, Tomorrow War. Tomorrow Star War Wars. right there. Star Wars. Yeah, we got those. Star Wars. Dark Superman. Dark Superman. You've got... Um, uh, okay. We're at three right now. We're at three. I remember... Okay, Loki, right? Loki, Literally right. Cast, casting the illusion and stabbing someone in the back. Oh, she, yeah. That was Coulson. Loki. That was the Avengers. Yeah. You had uh, Kumail Nanjiani was basically Spider-Man filming everything like a documentary. <laughs> Right, they even took from old school like earmuffs. I was like, That is that's you were were so mad about that at that point. I was like, Oh my gosh, like just come up with something original. I I literally screamed it. I was like, What? That's I was expecting, I was expecting Kamal to uh, drop some F-bombs and stuff. And I just want the guy to be like, hey, listen, I'm trying to prove a point here and not have a fun, not have a field day. Oh, yeah, like, or like it's not a toy. What is it? It's not a toy, Frank. <laughs> um, I'm trying to prove a point here, Frank. Let's not go nuts. Oh, oh my gosh. That, but there was more. <laughs> there was more, and it's going to bug me. It's going to bug me because there was There's so many more. There was a lot. Oh, my gosh. Why? Why can't I remember? Oh my gosh. Oh my God. It's going to come back to me. Listen, if you're listening to this podcast, tell us other similarities that you heard to any other property, DC, Marvel, Star Wars. Um, Oh, Fastos. When he's creating the technology, I was like that. We both were like, that's Tony Stark. He's doing the Jarvis thing. He invented Jarvis. All the hand gestures and the movements and the, was whatever exactly like yeah. that i was like okay so we've seen that yeah man it's just it's just all of it was just the muppets getting the bands back getting the band yeah, back the, okay together. yeah i i said this movie is a muppet movie this movie is a muppet movie because the entire movie the entire movie or 
it's either a Muppet or a Blues Brothers movie, which is pretty much the same premise, <laughs> mm-hmm. where it's just getting the band back together. Hey, we got to do this thing. All right, let's get the band back together. And you just, and it just continuously, you're going from place to place to place, just collecting yeah. members of the group. Yep. Right? Uh, like, I can't remember. Was the Avengers like that? Or were they sort of just all called in at once? I can't remember. Um, uh, the yeah, Avengers? Right. Yeah. Was the Avengers like that? The first one? No, the first one. Well, no, the first one, it started. I haven't watched the first one in a long time. They but... were kind of just all called in together at the same time. Yeah, sort of. Type because of it, it it started, no, Loki came, he takes Hawkeye and Stellan Skarsgård, and then and that's all I remember. And then right. so, like, but, that's the beginning. But the, the whole getting the band back together business or getting the band together business was done all throughout the well, Justice League. They did that. Yeah, the Justice League was a was a Muppets movie. You know, Snyder Cut, <laughs> Jesus. Um, and it just felt like the Snyder Cut. Like it just felt so long. And yeah, nothing, this felt long. I, I will say, and this. nothing happened in the present. I like nothing. It, yeah, it, it, this movie was boring. I found this movie to be boring. I did not. I just I felt the runtime. I mean. I actually personally felt the three hour run, the four hour runtime less of Justice League than I did. What was this like? Two hours? This one was two and a half, over two and a half. Over two and a half. Like 235. I felt, I or felt like the full two and a half hours. Yeah, I did. Like, and we, like it just, the movie just took too many like jump backs in time. And it just, it just, it, it had such a lull for me in the middle of it. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, when are they going to get to it? Like, wh- where is this going? Yeah. And I thought it started we, strong. Like, what are we working towards? Exactly. And it just sort of, yeah, I don't know. It, the, the momentum of it just sort of was like, it hit a brick wall halfway through yeah. the movie. And it just, it just did not it, pick up. It would have been better if they actually did a if the whole movie was set in the past, if they did the whole movie, the whole movie was them throughout the ages. Like, you know, if they, if they did that and then it finished with them in the present, look, you want to do a Captain America first Avenger, that kind of style where everything is in the past. Wonder Woman, the original one, World War One, that would have worked for me. I would have been OK with that. Right. You know, because again, this is not totally set within the M. I mean, it is in the MCU, mm-hmm. but it, they don't talk about any other characters except for saying who's going to lead the Avengers now that Iron Man and Steve are dead. We're yeah. gone. So besides that, they mentioned Superman and Batman. So I'm sorry if you did it all in the past, fine. Or if you do it like to take to take away from another terrible movie, but X Men Origins Wolverine where the opening sequence is Wolverine and Sabretooth fighting in all the different wars for like a hundred years. That's awesome. I love that. And if you just want to do a montage of that at the beginning and then set the whole thing, then set the whole thing in the present, then you do that. But I felt like they just tried to have it too many different ways and it didn't work. Yeah. It just, it it felt like it was sort of, 
a jumbled up mess and it wasn't as cohesive or coherent as I would have liked personally. Um, that being said, we've come to the point in the show now where we rate these movies out of five ginger snaps. And Josh, I'm going to go starting with you as we always do. How many ginger snaps do you give the Eternals? I'm going to go like right down the middle, give it a 2.5. You know, I didn't really, we didn't really talk about anything we liked very much, but I did like the powers. I loved how they showcased Icarus flying and all that stuff. Seems so effortless. Like I love that, but there's so much bad. I don't know. The 2.5. Yeah. Yeah. I'm leaning towards a 2.5 to a two as well. I mean, it's a middle of the run. Like it's nothing spectacular. I, I, I hate to say it. This is the second, this, this uh, phase, I guess, of the MCU is, it's been pretty lackluster for, for me personally. Right. I mean, it is between black widow, which was okay. Uh, Shang-Chi was, was okay. Right. And you know, now the Shang-Chi Eternal, was at least fun though. Like that's the thing. Shang-Chi at least I had think fun Aquafina, like Aquafina and Simu Liu really, they had a great chemistry and it mm. helped. Right. And that gave you the fun moments. Right. And yeah, like, yes, there is a point in that one where they do where again, the movie's momentum hits a brick wall and it just mm-hmm. slows down to a crawl. Yeah. And Same thing that, with this. Yeah. Well, no, right? I this like movie this... hit a brick. And I, again, this is the third time I'm saying it, but this movie's momentum just just sort of stalls right halfway through. I, I felt it's trying to like <laughs> it's all earlier than that. The movie itself was slow, like not just middle through, yeah. like sometimes the MCU movies, it, it, it's like super fast and then it stops like Shang-Chi mm-hmm. where this one, it never really took off. There was that opening fight, you know, it, sort of at the beginning, initial deviant fight. And then when the deviants show back up again in London, all that was good, but that was only the first maybe 10 or 15 minutes. And then after that, mm-mm, it was it it felt slow the rest of the time. So it was never really, I felt it never found its footing period. That's, that's a fair point. I mean, I, I really just didn't see this thing pushing in any way. Like this is one of the rare instances where I'm in a superhero movie and I'm like sitting there thinking it's been a while since we've seen a fight sequence. It was an hour, at least an hour. Yeah. In between. Come on. No. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. And, and, and uh, it's bad when you can feel it because it's not like they gave us something else to concentrate on in sense of like character development. Mm-hmm. I, I also want to say this, uh, another thing that felt like out of place in this movie before we continue, before we end the show, because we're getting near the end. Um, the random sex scene. It's not graphic or anything like that, but it's just like it felt so out of place. It was yeah. like they didn't need to do it. It could. I don't know. Like I mean, I get it. I, it's the show that you know, um, Cersei and Icarus were in love and all that stuff. But it was just like 
yeah. this feels awkward. Like, okay. you know, I said you know it was like just, walking in on mom and dad. It's just uncomfortable. Look, it, they, it, just, it didn't feel right. They, there was a couple awkward things going on that for a quick <laughs> second and re- evolve, revolving around Cersei and Icarus. Like, right. course, yeah, you didn't need to show the sex scene. You could have him just have him just say, I'm yours if you'll have me. I love you. Done. You don't need that. Yeah, you didn't need and a sex scene for them to say scene. I love you to each other because that's yeah. basically all it was. And it's a sex scene from the shoulder up, basically. That's it anyway. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. But then you have Sprite. But he's have still a- on top of her thrusting. So it's yeah. like, this is mm. this is awkward. Yeah. I don't yeah. need to be, I don't want to be involved with this. It's just, you- it didn't feel right. It's not like it was sexy or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It was just. But the, so just no a quick, thanks. the other not thing that's me. uncomfortable. Not for me. For me, though, was Sprite, who's a child actor, but a child. Obviously, they're all meant to be like 7,000 plus years old. Right. But a child is in love with Icarus. And they mentioned Peter Pan. That's another one. Sorry, Peter Pan. That's another one. <laughs> another thing they stole from. Another but, reference. You know, they, they sort of called her Tinkerbell. But I was like, no, it's reversed. Tinkerbell is actually a grown woman, but a small fairy where Peter Pan is the boy. And right. th- in this way, it's like you have a small girl and a, a grown man, and she's supposed to be in love with him. It felt so awkward for me. <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, this doesn't work. Like, it, it just didn't work. And then, and then on top of that, you also have the Jon Snow. It's like, that wasn't even, that was a love square, not a triangle, a love square. Like, it was so weird. It's so weird. Well, the thing is, all of that stuff between Cersei and Icarus was in the past. Yeah. Right? It wasn't present day stuff, but it was just like, why? Why are we? Why? Yeah. And like, then I, 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 I mean, you I don't knew, know. We, we found I, out they that got, Icarus... they, were, they were married to each other. I'd assume they would have had sex at least once. I didn't need to see it because it didn't help. Yeah. It didn't help drive the story in any way. No. It was just sort of there. No. And, it, and again, it's not like it was like, you know, it, just, it felt awkward. To be honest, like, here's another thing. awkward to see like, it. To, I know because we got to wrap up, but yeah. look, in the movie, they talk about why did you and Icarus break up? And it's like he left her like 500 years ago. We found out 500 years ago he left her. And, you know, it's got to be something big. There's a reason why he did. And you mm-hmm. find out it's because Ajax told him about the whole plan. Right. That, in effect, shouldn't have made him the villain. It actually should have made Ajax the villain. Yeah. If you think about it, because he had to leave, like Icarus was so scared. He didn't want to tell anyone, but he had to leave. It, it was that whole Anyways. thing, the way it was handled. <laughs> crap on a stick, man. Guys, if you have anything else you want to add, like if we missed anything you guys wanted to talk about or anything like that, leave it in the comments on the on our Instagram or even just shoot us a message. You know where to find us, Josh. And if you don't know, Josh is just about to tell you. Right, Josh? Yes, sir. So, folks, if you're listening to, uh, to this podcast and you want to follow uh, Ginger Flicks, we're on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Ginger Flicks Pod, all one word. Flicks without X because X marks the ginge. Yes, sir. All right. Thanks for listening. For Ginger Flicks, I'm Joey. And I'm Josh.
and we will catch you again soon. My balls itch. Mm. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs>